This is a Life School podcast, episode number 156. Is Christianity only about our spiritual health, or does the gospel speak into physical and mental health as well? No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality, as well as an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath, it's good to be back with you. We're live. Here we go. It's awesome. Last week was a fun episode, huh? We had a bunch of uh, listeners join us on Facebook Live. I know, right? That so was... they got they got a little preview ahead of when <laughs> that thing aired, and they got to see us with all of our warts and uh, all that. I'm not sure why we did that episode in bathing trunks only. I don't, <laughs> that's not our norm, but we the thought that, that'll look better. <laughs> a little eye candy. A little eye candy on the old Facebook page. There. You know what's fun is, is this episode today actually came from a post we did a while back on Facebook where we said, hey. What do you guys want to hear an episode about? And somebody said, how about care and physical and mental health? And In fact, right, this this topic of self-care kind of kept coming up. Yep. Like, hey, speak to the, how does the gospel speak into how we care for ourselves? And is it just a matter of like, you know, the, the body's a temple, yeah, you know? exactly. So I, I just have to do a little shout out and thank you because um, on the Facebook page, right, for Life School, um, Kevin Jantry, Ramiro Sepulveda, and Malia Miller kind of all chimed in on that and yeah. kind of gave us some bumpers and all that. And Malia Miller, she's like the faithful one, man. She is on and gives us feedback for everything and lots of good ideas. So thank you to all of you. And I'm not sure exactly what you're all hoping this would be. Maybe you're looking for some exercise tips <laughs> or you want me to explain the importance of getting some me time. Yeah, you know? Upward and downward dog, like the yoga <laughs> yeah. poses. Yeah. Uh, you know, less butter in the popcorn. I don't, that's not what I'm kidding. But this is a fascinating topic and one that I think is real important and um, one that maybe we talk about self-care, right? Or, you know, the role of the church when it comes to just how do we care for ourselves? Sure. Maybe we've missed this a bit again, unfortunately, hmm. like we've, it's been too narrow. Okay. So um, let's start out looking in to see what scripture teaches about caring for ourselves yeah. and self even, right? Let's do so, it. Um, the Bible teaches us that humans are made up uh, of three things, body, spirit, and soul. Okay, I believe that. Not everybody believes that. Yeah. Um, like our creator, though, think about it. We're created in God's image, three in one. Uh, we are created in three parts, or we are tripartite hmm. beings, just like to use a, like a Bible word. Nerd. Yep, okay. <laughs> now, not everybody believes that, but it's hard to deny it when it's in Scripture. Sure. So look at this, Genesis 2-7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, that's his body. He formed his body right, yep. from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And that word translates spirit. Hmm. That's where we got our life. God's own spirit breathed right into the body. And man became a living soul. Wow. So right there in that scripture, we see all three, body, spirit, soul. Now, some will say, no, we're soul and spirit, same thing. Mm, you know what? I have studied this, brother, for years. Right. It's not. Now, sometimes, though, uh, check this out, after fallen man, where we've denied God in our life, denied the work of the Spirit. Sure. So we're going to rule, self-rule apart from God. We become spiritually dead. You do see references to body and soul, hmm. and it seems like body and spirit might be, you know, might be the same thing, but it says body and soul, and they don't mention the third. Why? Because we denied it. 
So, oh, but yeah, creation, hard to deny it because there it is, Genesis 2, 7. Now, so when you go like, okay, then what's soul? So God formed us, our body, breathed his own breath. That's the word for spirit in Hebrew. Right. And we became a living soul. The word soul translates in Hebrew as uh, self or huh. mind or living being. Um, and also desire, emotion, passion. Check that out, right? Wow. So this is our self. That part, when it says soul, that's your personality. That's you. Um, sometimes that's the word psyche, you know? Yeah. Right? Um, it, it, it can also, it means like our mental bits, like our mental parts. That's part of our soul. Like huh. think about when you look in the mirror or you think of yourself, what's going on? That's your soul, hmm. right? So that's what's going on here. And the gospel, the good news of Christ addresses all of us, all three parts and the interaction that we have between those three right? Body, spirit, and soul, and the interaction that we have between each other. So when we don't see people, ourselves, or anyone else holistically as made up of all that, and we see the job of the church is caring primarily for their spiritual lives, Hmm. and so therefore we don't actively, intentionally address the physical and emotional needs of people with the gospel, that's a little sticky, a little ickier, then guess what? It leads to experiencing, I think, a false gospel very Hmm. often. And it doesn't look outward to the needs of others. And that's what we see, unfortunately, happening in so much of the church today, right? The church is not that outward focused. Yeah. We're not that like, wow, we are living for the sake of restoration for everybody, for the marginalized, for people who aren't treated equally, for every race, every sex, gender, you know, right? Yeah. And why? I think some of it's at this root. We actually have not been taught and we don't believe somehow that God sees us holistically, Hmm. body, spirit, and soul. And that the gospel then would therefore address all of life. And somehow, maybe it's because the world like tended to neglect the spiritual. We became hyper-focused on the spiritual. And truthfully matter, truth of the matter is all things kind of are spiritual, yeah. or at least spiritually connected. But when we don't actively address all of that, that kind of takes us off the hook for addressing it in the world. And there's a good chance, I think, that a, that a disengaged church socially, yep. you know, a church that's not really that much of... Like in their city, no one would even notice if they closed, except oh, for maybe yeah. the people that go on Sunday. What a sad thought. Yeah, right? I think there's a good chance that if they're that disengaged, that most of its time and energy is focused only on spiritual development of their people hmm. and sort of beha- behavioral modification. So if they're actually addressing anything beyond the spiritual that touches down in life, it's sure. like, well, here, don't do that. Stop doing that. Do more of this. Yeah. Right? That's what Christians do now huh. as we wait for heaven. So yeah, that's such a... That see how see how our false understanding of how we've been we've even been created, yep. starts to lead to, well we're only focused on spiritual at the church so that doesn't that actually address how I care for me sure physically mentally emotionally, my body you yeah. know how I view my body health all that right, so I've heard by many people not just one or two this the concept of well you're not supposed to love yourself but you're supposed to love others you know don't focus on yourself focus only on others. What do you think's going on there? Is that just an excuse to get out of having to work at being healthy? Well, maybe, maybe not. I think, yeah. you know, hey, don't love yourself, but love others. I don't, that's not right. Yeah. That's not what Jesus teaches. But I think obviously if we engage in such a level of self-love, hand raised, you know, yeah. <laughs> that at, at times I'm not focused on anybody else's needs and they're all around me. Hmm. That's not right. Absolutely. That's not right. But uh, what... Let's see what Jesus taught. Yeah, right. I'm done for that. So Mark 12, 28. 
uh, says one of the teachers of the law came up and heard uh, Jesus talking and debating and noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. God, he hated that. He, <laughs> he tries to trap them, right? He goes, uh, he asked Jesus, of all the commands then, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Hmm. And what's Jesus' response? We all know this when he goes, the most important one, Jesus says, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. That's the Shema, okay? Yep. And then he summarizes all this. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of with all your soul, and with all your mind and with all your strength. Now let me break that down a little bit. That's okay. the first half of it. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. That's your spirit. That's hmm. that's where the seat of who you know what's going on in our life, and with all your soul, there's your psyche, your mental thoughts, your id, your you know who you are, and with all your mind, that's what you've learned so far, your intellect, and with all your strength, your bodily energy and effort. So that's how we're to love God. That's cool. And then he goes on. Okay, so let me, I'm summar I'm summarizing the law. All of you should love God, and I thank you, Jesus, for breaking it down that way. The second is this. Then. Love your neighbor as yourself. Remember how you were created? Remember when we were created body, spirit, soul? Yep. Jesus is saying that this is how you're to love yourself and others. Oh, that's good, Same man. way. I love that breakdown. Right? It's such a holistic... So, so to think like, well, I, I, I shouldn't love myself. I should only think to the needs of others. How do you do that if you don't take care of your own self? Yeah. Like, you know what? I've been so not caring for myself to the sake of others, speaking directly to pastors here too right now, especially small hmm. church pastors where you're expected to do everything. I'm so looking to the needs of everybody else. I'm emotionally fried. My cholesterol's through the roof. My sure. blood pressure's nuts. I have no joy. My mental health, I think I'm going crazy. A lot of people aren't happy with me. Seems like 50-50, yeah. right? Uh, so wait a minute, but I'm I'm... I'm in the Word every day. I'm dealing with my spiritual health. Really? Mm. Are you healthy? No. See, it's all of it. And it takes time. Sure. All need time to be addressed. Your physical, your emotional, right? Your mental yeah. health. Intellect. Like, you know, right? You're like, do you have time to even learn or unlearn? Do you have time to move from unbelief to belief in new areas of your life? Yeah. You have to love yourself, i.e. steward the great gifts of mind, spirit, soul, you know, yeah. body. You have to steward all that well. Or out of what well do you even have to give? Yeah, that's a great question. So Jesus gets that. So when he's summarizing the law, he breaks it all down. Here's how you love God. Completely all of the stuff I've, you've been given. Sure. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Hmm. Hmm. That's good, man. That is so good. So I'm like, it's like I'm thinking so many of us in the church, we've been just taught, you know, like, well, the spiritual development, that's the point. And then, I don't know, you go to like TV for the rest of it or something. I don't yeah. know. It's like... It's that, more holistic. Yeah. Is that like, like, okay, so you know how I'm going to love people as I love myself really poorly? Because hmm. I'm not taking care of myself. Yeah. There's no time. I don't eat well. I don't have time for that. I don't have any time to work out. I don't have any quiet time. There's no meditational time. I mean, and I can blame it on all kinds of stuff. Well, I got kids, you know, I got, I got, a, I got a second job. I got a third job. Sure. Uh, um, you know, I'm caring for my mother and she's old and sick. It's like, yeah, out of what? Well, and what are we modeling? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get to that. Like, I love that, man. So it sounds like we're definitely called to both take care of ourselves and to take the care of others with everything that we have. Yeah, mind, uh, body, soul, spirit. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Why do you think this is important? What does this like? What does this look like practically for us? I guess I was kind of dipping into that just a little bit there. Like, if we don't care for ourselves, if we're not healthy spiritually, sure. emotionally—that's our psyche, right? Um, our bodies, physically, like no, there's just no energy, or I'm. Yeah, pre-diabetic. I'm crazy sick all the time. I'm never healthy. You know, I've got, 
I've had this forever. Oh, that's we can help you with, you know, fix yeah. it. Um, we, we only don't have much to give others. And then we'll use our tiredness and busyness as an excuse for setting up new boundaries. Hmm. And I hear this all the time. Fried people who are doing all they can to like sort of grow spiritually and look out for the spiritual needs of others are so physically sick and tired that then then they're, they're, they, they're, they, they're led towards these things called boundaries. And yeah. I need to set up boundaries. I've heard but that they, a lot lately. Yeah. It, it's been big for 20 years. There's even books, whole books called and printed about that. Sure. And, and, I, and I, I'm not saying that there, I mean, I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth in a sense of, yeah, we need to care for ourselves. Yeah. But when you do, and you trust the Holy Spirit that was breathed into you, giving you life for those boundaries, then you will have, you won't be constantly tired. You will have something to give. Your energy won't be based on what you got left in the tank after a crazy day. I mean, look at your life, brother. Yeah. You're working super hard. You work long and hard. Sure. You're in school. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> you got a house full of kids. You, <laughs> yeah. you, someone else lives with you. I mean, you know, you're working on a marriage, right? Yeah. You're working on being a dad. You're working on, you know, being a friend. You're in sure. community like crazy with people. If you try to do all that, brother, out of your own strength and, and spirit, and or just by putting boundaries around, and here's what boundaries look, usually look like. I go to church, uh, I'm done. Or I work at a church, I get off at five, boom, it's family time. Family time's over, then I watch TV till like yeah, 11. Yeah, can't 30. be that way. It's, it's, well, there's no fluidity to that. And it also betrays that we're still not believing the gospel affects every area of our life. Yeah, this is the thing behind the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, well said. And and we we what we end up displaying to ourselves, to our kids, to our neighbors, to that guy that you've been trying to like fall in love with Jesus, help him understand how beautiful Jesus is. It, it, what we're putting on display is that the gospel doesn't redeem and address our whole life. Hmm. Man, that guy's a spiritual monster. You know, he's he's a rock star. But golly, he's like 50 pounds overweight and, and he's tired. Like, sure. man, I've never seen a guy more tired. Is, yeah. That's the life that Jesus came to give us? See, people are looking at us in our lives and they'll be shown how small the gospel is and, and the parts that it doesn't touch and, and how it seems primarily focused on spiritual afterlife, but it neglects to address and care for the whole person, the whole life now. Yeah. That's just not the gospel. So why do you think that so many Christians and even whole churches miss this and actually avoid caring for and addressing that the whole person, including their physical self and needs, need to be adjusted? Well, it's not one thing, but it's part of the reason why I started where I did. I think we have to understand how we've been made. Hmm. Been made in the image of a God who's triune. He's given us, he's created our bodies wonderfully, amazingly. Go read some of the Psalms, right? He's breathed his own breath of spirit into us, given us life and a spirit. Sure. And he's given us a soul, a psyche, a self, the ability to choose, right? And all that. And those are all gifts. Hmm. And if we don't see that, then we won't equally like steward them. But I also think that Unfortunately, the church has moved towards in addressing spiritual things with a me-centered gospel of, you know, my personal relationship with God yep. and my personal savior individualism, and, and my yeah. personal quiet time and all that individualism. Yeah. And that's how you see life spiritually. Well, then you might also see body and soul that way too. Huh. And think about it if we're quick to quote scripture or preach a message to folks sitting in silence or even point out sin in a person's life but we rarely address their physical needs or the way they're caring for themselves and their children well you know that being issues yeah yeah we're just creating problems because because we see we've kind of like degraded the whole thing into so much less than god created mm -hmm. now think about it if a person in our church was doing meth or crack 
you know, yep. like in the cafeteria after the service. <laughs> sure. We'd hopefully and probably address them and ask, you know, geez, what's going on and how could I help? But if in that same cafeteria line, we see them piling up their third plate of hot wings yeah. and whatever, and they're clearly having a problem with their health or weight, right? Sure. Like there's, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody. Sure. Please, please no one hear this. But we do have a problem with our health in sure. America. And fully 50% of Americans are at least somewhat overweight hmm. or 70, I think. Jeez. 50% of these. It's, it's a lot. But we wouldn't address that. We'd never touch that issue. And yep. I'm not saying in line you should hop on a person and, and just condemn them. I'm not that sure. not saying that. Uh, uh. But in relationship, would we ever talk to somebody about like, hey, c- can we help with that? Or here's what I'm learning. This hmm. is helping me care for my body and steward that part of my health better. Just like we might, hey, I read this book, man. I grew spiritually. We, we don't have a problem with that. But why? Right. Why not that? Or mental health. But sure. we don't even know what to do with that. We don't even know where to go with that. But that's part of our sight. That's part of our soul, our mind, our mental health, right? Yeah. So it goes back to unbelief in the gospel. We so love ourselves and fear others and what they might think of us if we're to speak the truth and love to them in connection to, let's say, their health sure. or their work life and pace. I mean, yep. like, try going after someone's work pace, you know, like the work <laughs> Good on luck. Homes. Good luck. You're never going <laughs> to do it. And you can't, can't risk it, right? Yeah. Can't risk doing it. Then... We're not believing that we fully have the love and acceptance of our Father in Heaven, that He loves us and He loves this person holistically too. So we actually desire their love and affection and value it higher than God's, which Mm -hmm. we already have. So we won't address their health or their overeating or their pace or their attitude or mental health issues. We just won't do it. Or busyness, yeah. Yeah, so let me just remind us, Ephesians 4, speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into Him who's the head in Christ. Speaking the truth in love, golly, if our gospel is so small that it only and even rarely and maybe only from the pulpit or whatever addresses spiritual things kind of once a week, but man, is it weird, Nikki, and weird to to address the rest of us as humans, Sure, physical, mental, psyche, our souls, man, it's a small gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's just not who God create us to be and it's all it's all it's all important sure and 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 some would say well but spiritual life's more equally important well if you're dead you're not growing spiritually <laughs> if you're dead and you haven't come to christ yet wow tragic yeah. right absolutely if you're nuts then how are you going to take care of yourself your body right. physically and and or be a part of a community you know what i'm saying so absolutely it's all there yep. and we want to we want to weight things one's more primarily you know more important than the other if i see it that way in scripture hmm. I, I don't see that's i still don't see jesus addressing things that way you yeah know? so what, what would you say are some practical tips that we could use to take care of ourselves uh maybe in each one of these different areas um how can we steward and care for for god's glory all these different areas of our life i'd say let's start by i'm not going to give exercise tips sure okay i'm not going to say this is what you wait should be <laughs> hot <laughs> or, yoga or yeah this equals mental health i that's for different podcasts different sure. times but what I would say is they're all important. Start by assessing where you're at in each of those three areas and there you, where you want to be. Okay. Okay. Like meaning, have you ever stopped to think, where do I want to be spiritually? Hmm. Like I'm here, but there's areas in my life that are still not like Christ or I'm still living in unbelief. And I want to, I want to grow. I want to mature. I want to steward my spiritual life. I know I'm saved. I know I'm loved, but I want to spirit. Like, have you ever stopped and written those things down? And then, you know, who can you talk to about it, right? Yeah. Um, like, what what's one thing that you want to begin to move towards health and growth in every area? And and then, like, and when specifically and with who 
will you begin to address that area of either spiritual health or growth or in your physical life or in your soul? Sure. Right? Who are you going to do this with? And how and when are you going to begin to address it and create new pathways and rhythms for health? So let's take these one at a time. For your physical health, right? It's part of who we are. How do we care for ourselves? Um, what's the very next most basic step that you could take to steward that gift from God, your body? Is it, is it starting to go for a walk daily? Is it, I got to start drinking six glasses of water? Is it sharing a certain physical need uh, and a desire to change that with a friend and praying together about next steps? Hmm. And remember, God loves you fully right now. He gave you that body, but he desires wholeness and health in, in every area okay. of your life, including your physical health. Okay, what about uh, for your spiritual health? Okay, for your spiritual health, um, are you trying to live this life of Christ, your, your spiritual life, in isolation? Hmm. Um, are you actively participating in community? I'm not talking about sitting in rows on a Sunday. Sure. Are you, are you in a community that's doing life together? In Christ, are you submitting to the work of the Spirit in your life as He speaks to you directly and through others? That's how we grow spiritually. Yeah. That's everything addressed by Christ is that way. It was to His disciples. It was to communities. Go and make disciples in community. God added to the number daily. Right? What, what areas of unbelief about God and yourself or your relationships, your your parenting, your marriage, are you still clinging to that they're false? Hmm. Who can you talk to about this and then begin to grow and learn in this area? Are there classes you could take? Is there a course? Like, like where are you at in your spiritual health and where would you like to be? How can you get started? Like, you, you'll, you'll know. I don't have to tell you. The Spirit right now is speaking to you. Yep. Okay? And then third, for your soul, your psyche, your personality. Okay, this one gets a little more prickly. Sure. <laughs> what areas of your life and relationships are being affected perhaps negatively by you right now or your mm -hmm. attitude in a certain area or an aspect of your personality that's not yet like Jesus. We all have them. Sure. It shouldn't be weird. It shouldn't be like that prickly. We all have stuff. Ask your spouse, <laughs> right? He'll tell you. She'll tell you. Yeah. Ask your kids. Oh, scary. What part of daddy, you know, what part of mom are like yeah. my person, you know, like the, there's something about me that kind of bugs you or offends you or shames you like, Wow, yeah, right? Back, that's yeah. part of our personality. That's part of our soul, our psyche. What part are you, what, what are you believing about yourself that you beat yourself up on? Hmm. Awareness and humility are the beginning of gaining wisdom and growth in these areas. So find out and then submit it to the Spirit and others. But but see, most of us, be too, right now we're hearing that and we go like, wow, this sounds good, I'll never do it. Yeah. Well, how quick are you to steward your spiritual health over and against your mental health or your psyche, your soul? Yeah. Are you getting time away to rest? Like I'll tell you one of the biggest things for my soul okay. is days of solitude. Hmm. To so you know, like yeah, soul silence. care, you think soul care is like get a lot of counseling, read a, read tons of books. Mm, some of it, yeah. I read sure. a lot. Soul care, i.e., who God's made me to be, my personality, who's Caesar, how's Caesar interacting with people, all that. Sure. Man, time away. Walking, thinking, listening to God. Hmm jotting down things, then coming home and saying, hey, Spirit was pointing this out and this out. Honey, true? Yeah, yeah. you agree with that? Yeah. Yep, right? That's good, man. Hey, we have to uh, get to the big three, and the big three, there's obviously tons of things we could take away from this episode, but we like to say that the big three are the three takeaways we want you to have, if we could boil down this episode in a couple Something points. To think about, believe right in your yep. head, believe in your heart, and then get started yeah. on Use yeah. head, heart, and hands, yeah. You can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 156. Uh, Caesar, what would the big three be for this week? 
Okay. A bit of a summary of sorts and a bit of a sort of marching orders, okay? Okay. First one, please know this. You are a holistic being created with a body, a spirit, and a soul. Hmm. God created you this way, and he cares for you completely, all of it, not just your spiritual life. Love that. If you're in Christ, he's already dealt with your sin, so he's probably more concerned with the other three, <laughs> the other two, I mean, sure. right? As you value and steward your life in all these areas, you become more mature, more like Christ. Jesus wasn't walking around like spiritually A plus. Physically. Physically, F. emotionally <laughs> F'd out. No, uh-uh. And, and you know what? And you'll better display what our good God and his son and kingdom's about as you grow and mature and steward all three areas. Hmm. Okay. Second, God created you good in all of these three areas. Okay. You have the body, the soul, and the spirit and that he gave you, and he knows your needs and areas of growth and desires to use them in your life to grow you in your trust in your relationship with him. Hmm. Okay. God loves you completely now as you're growing and changing in maturity. Okay. You'll never lose his love. You'll never earn a little bit more. You'll never, you know, through your actions or like, I'm going to get up early, start hitting the gym, or sure. I'm going to read more of the scripture. I'm going to pray a little. Long. None of that will gain you any more of his love. He loves you completely. And he's made you just the way he wants you in all three areas to grow your relationship with him and grow your trust of him as you learn to steward and trust him in those things. Hmm. Okay, third, ask the sign get started. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you the areas of your life right now that he desires for you to steward in some new ways. Don't be content with having your Christian life primarily address just your spiritual life. Sure. And perhaps maybe only once or twice a week, if that. Stop hiding behind the excuse of trying to be nice by not speaking the truth and love to others and offering to help walk with them and them with you hmm. as you together grow in all three areas of your life, your body health, your, your physical health, your, your spiritual health, and your mental health. Those are really helpful, Caesar. so thanks for giving us them, those big three. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot to think through right away. I know like some people would rather have marching orders, you know, sure. like, okay, here's the one thing in each area that Caesar does, but it's like, meh, everybody's life's different. So, And I think the thing that you said even earlier in the episode that was super helpful is like it doesn't have to be... When you're looking at like a uh, physical health, you don't have to like, I'm getting down to my ideal weight right now. Like, let's just do little steps. If it's just, you can start with a walk this afternoon or tomorrow morning, get up 10 minutes earlier. Stewardship isn't about arrival. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's about the journey and realizing it's a gift, right? Yeah, so small steps in this. In all those areas of your life, not just one. So truly caring for yourself is caring for all three. Yep, absolutely. And being cool with it. Again, you can get the free download of this week's Big Three Takeaways by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 156, and we'll get those over to you. Um, We want to invite you to our Facebook group. It's growing. Our listenership keeps growing, which is really fun and encouraging. Uh, So if you go to uh, Facebook and search in the search bar under the Life School Podcast, we'll preview to that group. And that's where Caesar and I jump on and have conversations about these episodes. That's how you can talk to us directly. Yeah, look at that. You can hammer us for (laughs) something I said in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Join us next week as we talk about the difference between treating people as guests in our home versus treating people like family. And we have maybe the most hospitable person on earth. Hospitable. Hospitable. (laughs) As well as maybe the best special guest we've ever had on the show, your wife, (laughs) Tina. Yay, Tina's going to be on with us next week. And yeah, we're going to talk, we're not going to specifically talk hospitality, but we're going to talk about how do people feel really like part of the family. Yeah, and she's amazing at that. Yeah. <laughs> so join us for that and we are so glad that you were able to be with us today for more information you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast